motorized surfboards. In this smorgasbord of podcast, Chris Preston from Powerboards reasons why it's okay to cheat out in the surf. The topic is no doubt somewhat divisive. However, like it or not, motorized surfboards are here to stay. And when it comes to powered watercraft, this is one guy who has managed to make them work for a prolonged course of time, 11 years in fact, when numerous others have come and gone with regular occurrence. We find out why. Thankfully, this episode of our Smorgasporter podcast is once again powered by the good folk at BOQ Budrum. Need to turbocharge your business? Get your personal finances powering forward? These are the people to speak to. BOQ Budrum. Right, anyhow, let's get into why a little artificial enhancement is not such a bad thing. Let's cut to the chase. What's the technology behind PowerPoints that makes it so unique? It's the, the quality of the parts we use, mm-hmm. especially the um, Swiss motor. There's nothing like it. Um, there's brushed and brushless motors. Well, we used a rare earth brush motor that mm-hmm. stood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of other motors around, but it's like... They have um, more technical aspect to them, like speed controllers, and, and we don't have to use any of that. Mm-hmm. It's just a straightforward, simple system, and that's why we've been successful. Um, Maxon, Maxon's the company we use, yep. and um, we use a guy from Sydney, Brett, and he's taught me all about his motors and how they work, and really everyone says they shouldn't, but they do. And we did the testing and we've stuck with that motor and we just, they work. You, I can't really tell you why they work. Mm. You know, everyone says use brush motors and we use brush motors in all sorts of gear. Mm-hmm. But we also only, we never use them at 100%. We, we don't run anything over 65. It's not necessary. And a lot of it's at 50 mm-hmm. um, but it's about assembly too. And what's that to do with burnout and things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You run things hard like, uh, like a lot a of car, companies. Like a car, you redline a yeah. car all the time, yeah. Yeah, if you don't cool them, you know, we don't need to water cool ours, but we do. So yeah. that, you know, instead of running them at 50% their heat, they probably run at about 30. We, you know, we've done all the testing. It's, so therefore the motors run cool, they can run longer. People that don't know about it can give them a hiding. Mm. and not break them. Yeah. It's that simple. Everything with uh, our products, it's the assembly, I think, more than a lot of it. Quality of things, but we test. Mm. We um, test everything. As soon as it turns up, it's run in a tank. It's run 10 times before it goes in the board. It's then put in the board and run in a tank and before it goes out. Everything's checked. Little companies can't afford mistakes. And that's how we get around the quality of our product. So and the quality of the parts is second to none. But did you want to talk about, you know, the I suppose the the propulsion of where you focused, I suppose, getting that energy in the boards in 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 the fins because that's been quite unique, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. It, it, it's first we had to go about getting them to surf without any drag. Mm-hmm. So we just. I'd have 100 props, and I know everyone, and 
Mm -hmm. And it's all about getting the front, like we have a big entry in the front of our tubes, small at the back, mm -hmm. which creates drag, mm -hmm. you know, of course, it, but you've got to have it so the water runs around the propeller, propeller so the mm -hmm. internal of our tube is ovaled out. Mm -hmm. you, you can't physically, so the water will run through with no power mm -hmm. um, and still surf. And mm -hmm. that was, we, we did the hardest one first with a surfboard. Mm -hmm. And it's all about altering the sizes to go different speeds, the speeds you prop. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go fast, we can put a prop that's the exact internal size of our tube. And the, the more, as we run it through the water, it not only pulls the water, it forces in, forces out the back, which gives us more speed without using huge amounts of power. But with the, with the propeller being in the actual fin itself, the propulsion is, I think you explained in the past, that you know, it's propelling the board forward rather than pushing it up, whereas other yeah. alternatives have had jets at the bottom and that's not really creating well, what you were after. We've got direct drive, so it's in more, more of a solid, um, solid state. So mm -hmm. it's down in the water. We don't suck it up, bring it up through the board and push down on the water on an angle. Mm. We've just got a direct drive, which mm. allows us to um, use less energy, gives us longer run time. Um, and that's part of the success too. You, you know, like we claim 35 minutes run time, mm -hmm. but we actually out in the water for two and a half, three hours. Mm. You know, the stop start, the way the batteries are designed, but the propulsion in the tube is um, it puts no load. It's a whole lot less load with a whole lot more power mm -hmm. than, than pulling it up for a pro and blowing it down. Yeah. When we have um, choppy water, a jet will pull it up through the probe, blow it down, but if it's choppy, it'll suck air mm -hmm. and it causes it to... I've stood on a number of other products and it causes it to be unbalanced, mm -hmm. um, whereas ours is just... It's just direct drive straight in the middle, line. a straight drive. Much the same as a propeller on a speedboat. Yeah, You're that's just it. Driving it straight, and you know, they turn it. You know, they actually surf. That mm. was that was the hardest thing. But for every other product, like the sups and that, and and falls that we're we're working on, and, and kayaks and all that, um, it all works the same. You want to go fast, you can. We we um, don't tend to go fast. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a big market. There's never been a big market for it. All the hoo-ha. Yeah. The market's in just the general public. Um, most people can't stand up on a fastball. Mm. It's fall off. You know, you're limited ten percent of your market. So there's, there's no real market there. Because that's that's an interesting point in itself. You know, in terms of the evolution of the the design. You know, do you want to take listeners through? the concept, you know, how you came up with it in the first place and what you were looking to address because you had your, your yeah, well, shoulder industry and things. Well, it was more about... Shoulder injury problem. It was more about um, me wanting to surf. Mm. Me wanting to still surf with a, a shoulder that was on its way out because I paddled too much. So, you know, we just played around and um, like most Aussies, dog with a bone, couldn't, couldn't help myself, spent a lot of money, ended up um, putting patents on it and spent a whole lot more money. But... For me, it was about just so I could go surfing mm. um, and getting them to surf, getting to surf with no noticeable drag, 
getting them to surf like a normal board. Can't get away from the weight, you know, because you put the battery and motor in, but it was all about surfing. But that's a small part of our market. Yeah. The stand-up paddle boards is, is, you know, the thing that carries us. Um, maybe the foils or they're growing at a rapid rate. Mm. But, but virtually it's all about um, the amount of testing we did um, for the first four or five years. Mm. And once we got that right, it was like they fit on anything. Um, mm. We got them on kayaks, putting them on um, a... Um, a Hayden ski, yeah. you know, like <laughs> okay. we, we drop one in that. Um, the kayak was a lot of fun, get a lot of questions, but we never took that one to market. We just stuck with the things that were marketable, yeah. um, that we could actually sell at least enough quantities. Because how many years is it now? Eight, nine years? Um, I've been at it for 11, right. and we've been on the market for six. Yeah, okay. You know, um, Getting manufacturing sorted a big problem for a lot of companies. You know, something you don't know about, but getting the, the every product made the same, so it's all interchangeable. Um, yeah, the, that's the hard part. I think the manufacturing and getting a, a quality product delivered, like motors, shafts, like, but getting a board that surfs. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants something different. Everyone likes a different style of board. But you've just got to get the general board and then we do the custom stuff for, for people that want custom. So, I mean, it has been a long road, but again, the longevity is there when seemingly all your other competitors come and go every kind of couple of years. I mean, what was there, the jet board? What was it? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't like... Um, I, I won't mention no, other names, but, that, but yeah, but yeah no, so the, a lot yeah. of them have come and gone, yeah. you know, so what, why is that? What do you, what do you see as... Um, they, don't, they don't make them themselves. They, they get the products made in China. Um, we had a go at that. That's why it took us an extra two years to get to market. Um, mm. Couldn't get a quality product, couldn't get it assembled properly. You Virtually, we just decided the only way to get the quality is to assemble yourself. Um, buy expensive European parts, check every product as it comes in, through the, all the process of assembly, which isn't real hard. It's second nature to us these days, but just checking that everything comes in works the way it's supposed to work and they haven't changed or tweaked something that affects the way the board works. Because there was, I mean, some of the others have been plagued with issues of the motors overheating and things like that. And, you know, there certain things that have gone wrong with them that yeah, you've, well, you've that managed to avoid? We, you know, technology's changed, but it's... Um, I figured you're in the water, you might as well cool your product. Mm. That was one of our first things. Um, even though ours don't need cooling, it's just a longevity thing. Yeah. And the technic- technical side of it, using speed controls, um, remotes, and, and all these things that you know we've got, we've used them. They're mm. sitting, they sit on the factory shelf. You know, we spend a lot of money organising all that, and end up sticking with the simple. It's a surf product that gets hammered. Mm. Um, people tend not to look after their, you know, and their gear. So you've kept it simple. So you've kept it simple, yeah, yeah. and used the, the button. We're mm-hmm. still at this point in time trying to find the, a simple remote system, and we we are there, but considering everyone else has 
not really um, long jeopardy with their remotes, and mm. we've stayed. We've just held off. Well, that, I mean, that's that's a good point in itself to go through the actual operating system for for people who haven't seen it. So there's a there's a button in the centre of the board. So do you want to, you know, how do if you're surfing it, how do you, how and when do you engage the motor? Well, I use it to get out. Mm-hmm. Even though my shoulders aren't too bad these days, I, I, so it's just lying on the board. Yeah, and it's just, the body pressure. That... Yeah, the body pressure. You know, there's about five pounds of pressure. Um, yeah, we're actually working with sensors at the moment. We have been for about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, not not quite happy with that arrangement. Mm-hmm. So you you just lie on it. And, and it's any, a nice soft button. It's a nice middle. soft button and. And people say, oh, you'll trip on it. No one that's got a board ever said anything about tripping. I've been surfing forever. Oh, I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. They're just there mm. um, for some unknown reason. You, you know where it is. Yeah. And if you want to step on the power on the wave, mm-hmm. you can step on the power. So you lie on the board, you engage the motor, get out the back. back. Then once you sit up on the board, not, disengages yeah, the motor. Yeah, disengages automatically, you know, if you're not on the button. And then what? surf down the wave, and it's well, just a normal board until you press that button. And yeah, well, getting onto the wave, mm. huge assistance on the wave. As soon as you get a little bit of roll behind you, it doesn't have to be braking. You, <laughs> you, you get two, three seconds, which is critical when you get old. Yeah. And um, you actually have the extra speed, so you can just get through sections you don't you wouldn't like at 55 i don't get through the sections like i did when i was 25 so i can actually stand on the accelerator i know where it is on my board yeah i just go there i know i know where i'm standing i just put my foot on it and it just accelerates around the next section but generally um first four or five years i never ever stood on that button i used to just specific and then a few of my mates were riding them and they were always on the power and so i started using on the power too and, and realise wow you know that's a bit, bit more of a buzz yeah but um, really they don't go much faster than uh, a young fella you yeah. know, like at 25 and I'm 55 and I, I can sort of pull their speed so, so it does make a difference that way but handy I mean I don't know if you're going to a more remote break or something like that, or if you're going out to yeah. a you know a bommy or an island or oh, something like that. Yeah, so. well, we've been out in the Majimba, paddled out there a few times, but the only trouble is you tend to stay out there too long. Battery gets flat, you got to paddle home. <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that's a bit of a bugger. But on at, at Noosa and out at Alex here, and you know down at um, oh, Arawara, yeah, they're quite good. You can surf all and then just cruise back, and you get oh. Mate, that board paddles well. <laughs> and you go, yeah, it's got a motor. And they go, what? You're kidding. Well, that's what Gus was saying. He was kind of expecting to, you know, when he tested it, to feel, well, more than feel it, to hear it. And he said, it's just, you know, you it's whisper it. quiet. You, you just, you feel like you're cheating because no one can really tell well, it's well, a board. Well, I'm in the surf on the weekend. I get this a lot. You know, they're pretty used to me here at, at home <laughs> on the Sunshine Coast. And you go, it's people, you're out in the water and you know, surf a lot these days. And um, they're going, has that got a motor in it, mate? Yeah, yeah, it's got a motor. That's cheating, I mean, and I just say, oh, I love cheating. If it gets me more ways, I love cheating. Otherwise, they're thinking, gee, this guy's fit. He battles yeah. like a demon. Yeah. 
Uh, yes. I had a tendency to when you know, not everyone's happy with it. I got a tendency <laughs> to just put my thumbs in my mouth and shut up, and not paddle at all. <laughs> and I mean, you're surfing it though. I mean, I know you can surf. You're surfing in all kinds of conditions because you've taken out and big stuff, small stuff, everything. So what's what's some of the biggest kind of waves that you've taken? Um, probably Arawara. It's you know the big sublease world there. I don't like to say a size, but it was, it was way bigger than I should have been out there. It's a solid 10. Yep. And um, I had a wave here about five years ago yep. at, um, at the Bluff, which is, you know, not a heavy wave, but easterly swell, yep. and got drilled. So, so yeah, I'm not that keen on bigger waves anymore. <laughs> so I'm not as fit. I don't, don't like swallow water. <laughs> um yeah, well, I mean, in terms of the actual range itself, too, because, I mean, you started with, I think, short boards ranging from about seven foot, and then you went through to the, the SUPs and all that. Talk about the kind of, you know, yeah, the, well, the different types of boards and everything. Well, I've surfed, you know, like I used to surf nothing. You know, I thought a, a big board was 6'6". Six, six. Mm. And so we had a, a fair few inquiries early days about, the, you know, six fours and shorter boards. Um, don't really suit, didn't really suit me when I started doing it because you know 90 kilo. You, you, I, I surf males now, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I was like 45, and um, so so we um, just used. Uh, oh, all right. Put it. I'll go back to this. I collect boards. It's part of my passion, and, and I've got a lot of boards. Anything and everything, I'm one of only, and um, we just used the. The, all the years and all the experience surfing those boards and then worked it into a board to make sure it worked. The, the, the thing is, you have got a tube and you have got a motor, mm. so everything moves forward a little bit just to keep them loose. Yep. But, you know, we're, we're making six twos for guys, bat wing, channel bottoms. We mostly do customs in the short boards. I'm actually going to delete the range of six fours and seven footers. We'll just do customs. Just customs. It's, that's the way to go with that. My market's in the nine, nine, nine sixes. I'm deleting the ten foot sub. Mm-hmm. Um, not real sure about the fishing sub, but mm-hmm. most people want eleven foot. You know, the people I deal with want eleven foot, and if we're just eleven, eleven six. Yep. And um, we'll do a rescue board. We, mm-hmm. we, we've now got a lightweight. It'll be super fast. They only want 10Ks, but they don't really know. You know, they want um, so every can, everyone can use it, so no licence. But then other guys go, oh, we want it to go fast. So we, uh, we were working with Sunshine for a little while there. We went up and had a test and he went, why don't you make him go faster? And we went, I will. Um, it's been probably not quite a year, but it takes a while to develop the product to what they want. Yeah. And they like the um, SUP as a rescue with the 10 foot 6 SUP. So we're going to drop some handles on it and have it so you can just adjust the speed. So yeah. how fast are you talking? Uh, well, we reckon 16 Ks. Hmm. We took um, the first rescue board out. And that on the water is actually moving. <laughs> well, we went down to a place called Anstrid down in Moffat's on the yeah. Sunshine Coast and um, we are watching the sets and we are waiting, trying to line them up and we are going in now and some sets came in. I've never been on a rescue board in my life and I launched, I went <laughs> launched, I was 
so far I'm going to come down near broke my ribs. <laughs> next, next wave comes through, I'm in so much pain. And I, I just had to keep going straight through the tube and out the back, and that was the end of that session. So, and we were hitting 16Ks, and that was really, you know, yeah. that's pretty quick when yeah. you're going up over a wave. It just launched me into the air. Um, the go- I think, you know, we have no problems with 30Ks all day long. Um, but reality of it all, it's too quick for a rescue board, and they mm. only go out. Mm. And grab the, um, yeah. you know, the the client, the the people drowning. You don't and, want to overshoot the mark or accidentally no, run no. someone. And, and I think it gets a bit more dangerous once yeah. you, you get up into the the high, the speed. high speeds. Yeah. We, we pull sixty five k's on the board once. We never did it again. Mm. Um, it was ridiculous. We slowed it straight back to thirty six k's. Mm. Put a guy on it. And he just flipped off the back. We didn't tell him we had the remote in our hands. But, <laughs> and, and, but um, you know, reality is 16 k's is pretty quick. Yeah. Um, that's just general speed through the water. But, but that's, um, you know, the foils will... Well, I was going to say, playing yeah. around with the, the oh, foils. Look, look, they've been sitting there for 12 months. Where do you really get the time? You, you sort of sell them product to make money and... You could put these in anything. It's why we didn't go to the kayak. There wasn't a big market for it. So many others around. But the foils come out of the woodworks. And, um, yeah, we're doing alloy foils. So, you know, I chat with people and the mast break and all that. For us, it's just we'll look like an aeroplane. We'll have our back wing with the tube above the back wing and, you know, and, and we'll probably set them... 20 k's, I reckon that's quick enough. Might have a few that go a bit quicker, but but you just got to. We'll just bring out the one product um, mm-hmm. with a range of uh, heights. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't quite worked out the heights yet. Mm-hmm. I've gone from 600 off the water up to a meter. But, um, I like the 600s. It's, yeah, you know, you're off the water, but you're not too high standing up there. And then in terms of the market, you've got the, the board range, you know, because you're going overseas. How much is in Australia? How much is overseas? It's all overseas. Yeah. You know, there's, there's um, the dollar being down from mm-hmm. when we first started. I think it was $1.07, you know, um, within two years of starting. So it was great buying products from <laughs> overseas. And now we're, we're at, what, 73 cents or something. Yeah. So it's a big hit out of your pocket. What is it, 25% at least straight mm. up. And you, you've got them at a margin. Um, that you're just making money. Mm. It's, it's like I do it because I love it. But, but there's really not a lot of money in what we do. And, and that's an interesting point in itself. And again, don't want to touch on any sensitive areas, but it's, it's been, you know. I know how passionate you are about it, and and if anything, I kind of understand a little bit about what you've been through. But it has been a, a long, hard road. Do you want to kind of you know shed a little bit of light? Oh yeah, on that it, kind it, of... it, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it if I'd known at the beginning. But once you start something and, and you enjoy it, and everyone that actually buys them mm. enjoy it, and they go, wow, you know, and you get a buzz out of it. You go down to we went down to Talabrudra recently and uh, everyone was having a chat 
So I drove back to Sunshine Crows, grabbed four boards, went down, and I just watched I didn't even ride. Yeah. I just watched everyone have a ball. And, you know, it's going, that's great. Just enjoy um, seeing people uh, ride and enjoy the product. You know, like we get people that have bought them, text me. Oh, you know, sometimes you've got to go, oh, mate, I've actually got to work. Oh, I just rode away from Crumbin outside Crumbin. <laughs> I've never had a wave ride all the way through to Palm Beach, linked it up, stood on the button. And, and that's the stuff you like to hear. Um, mm. Occasionally get some negative comments, but, you know, generally people have got to love them. You know, yeah. they've had it for six years. Um, some people have upgraded their boards and dinged their boards. Some people just continually wreck their boards and we just change the parts, you know. We take the parts out of them and they get a new board or we do a custom another one. And So so the market's um, there for the boards, yeah. uh, but the subs. Is, reality is you, I'm not a supper, yeah. but when the wind comes and the tide's screaming, you just step on that button and you come home. You and know? also for still water and things yeah, like well, that in Europe and... Well, a lot of people say that you, you don't get fit using a motorised sub, but you do. I don't care. You're out there, you're enjoying it, you, you know. I paddle. Yeah. I want to go faster. I, I set them, at, you know, between 8 and 11 k's depending on your weight, but I just want to go fast, so I paddle. Mm. And, um, and plus, if you, if, if you have suffered for an injury or something like that, it's better than sitting at home in front of the television, at least it's getting you out and there's an assistance there, so... Yeah, well, it's like um, it's like having everything electric. I'm a, oh, I have, I've built myself an electric push bike because I can't keep up with my young car. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone goes, that's cheap. And I go, yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, and, it's funny you draw that analogy because, you know, you, you got the skateboarding side of things, but oh. then the motorised skateboard came along and then that's, that's huge now. And now you see people cruising down to the beach and uh, yeah. I suppose it had its detractors too. And next minute... You know, there's a whole host of people using them now, so... Oh, you see them everywhere. It's like, there's nothing wrong with cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you get older. You know, like, you've got to cheat if you can. So, so what's, you know, what's going forward from here? What's the, oh, what's the next steps? We're, the plans now, now that all the patents have been approved, um, we've just had our last one done for Europe. Um, so we want to get into Europe and into the States. That's where it's at. We have a lot of inquiries. We, sell a, we had been selling a lot of boards in Europe, a lot of stand-up paddle boards, mm. surfboards because there's not really a lot of waves and, you know, surf crew took them to Cornwall there and they had a ball, you know, and you come, then come over to Australia, they loved it, you know, the little waves. And <laughs> no paddle, they didn't even take the paddle out, they just yeah. stood on it. But going forward, it is about assembling in uh, Europe because we can't fly them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, with the lithium ion batteries, they change the laws. So that stopped us flying the, you know, you get three or four orders and you just put them on a plane mm. and, and they'd be there. But shipping them, people don't like to wait the mm. eight to ten weeks by the time they get them off the docks and yeah. from our factory over to there. Um, we were selling containers. Uh, that was like catch 22. Then everyone else come to market and give the electrics on water a sort of bit of a bad rep. Mm. Um, but we're back in Europe. We, you know, we never left, but mm. it slowed down, and now we're getting inquiries back out of Europe. But reality is we need to be assembling the products in Europe. Yeah. Um, we, out of the 
few hundred that are over, I suppose there's a few hundred, three, maybe 400 in Europe, no complaints. They must look after them. You know, yeah. like, you spend that sort of money, I think they were paying about 9,000 Australian dollars our distributor was selling them for, or somewhere around that. Mm. And uh, as, mm. he marked them up, mm. he was selling. But if you pay that sort of money, I suppose you do the three simple steps, give them a flush when you're finished, give it a grease and, um, you know, charge it. Which, uh, and that's an interesting point. They're quite easy to maintain, that, pretty simple. That's the simple part of it. You know, we looked at no bearings. We, mm. we have bushes. Yeah. Like, I'm an I'm a, a ex-commercial fisherman. Mm. So, you know, you, you, they have bushes. Mm. We worked out the best... Um, bush for our product and then we do have a few simple things that we, we don't really talk about and you yeah. can't see them but there's um, water doesn't go and it works fairly like a diving bell mm-hmm. you know you seal the lid down it's sealed the water doesn't travel back up into the product um, we don't have those sort of issues and that has plagued some of the others yeah that's yeah. plagued a lot of a lot of the others you know they they um, they say, oh, we don't seal our water. Well, yes, you do. You've got a lid on it. Hmm. It's got to be sealed. You can't have water going all over your batteries in your electrics. And that's plagued, you know, companies. I don't, I've ridden products and had electric shocks and, you know, and, and they're washing the boards out, washing them with fresh water, but they're covered in salt. Motors, electric motors don't like salt water. Hmm. So you, you can treat them with special, you know, sprays and stuff. Potentially through it. Yeah. So, so that's, that's where the problems lie, mm. is keeping the water out of them. Um, you know, I, just, I continually surf one board. It's, it's grown a bit of weight because it's had a lot of damage from the rocks. And, <laughs> and that, that board's it's eight, nine years old now. Right. And I just keep repairing. I want to see how long it'll go. Mm. Beautiful. It's still nice and quiet. Um, you look after them. If you get slack, hmm. and don't don't charge them. Like you know, every now and then you get a client bring one back. It's something you really shouldn't talk about, but hmm. they do bring them back and go, oh, it's not working. And I go, I get my meter and go, oh, it hasn't been charged. Hmm. And you plug the charger in the charger. Oh, oh, I, I, I didn't think to check that, but they hmm. put them away, forget to do it. Don't use them for six months. Um, we, we have a policy. Uh, policy is charge them every month if you could possibly be bothered. Mm. It'll keep it in its peak condition. Mm. But reality is they do sit for six months. Mm. Um, it still will go in six months as long as you put it away charged. Yeah. Uh, it's like we've had them for 12 months. We've mm. done all the testing and had them sitting. So when someone says, oh, it's not running, I go, oh, all right, did you charge it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that's all right. Go and, and if they're a long way away, go and get a meter, get an electrician, have mm. a quick check. Mm. Oh, 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 it hasn't been charged. Oh, that's what's wrong with it. Oh, well, go and charge it. You're right. So they're pretty simple. Yeah. You know, you um, the the water in the charge point had that on a couple of boards. Um, and, and it's like rarely happens. It's pretty simple. Um, they just haven't, I've had people where they haven't put the cap on mm. and they've run down to the water and jumped in and filled the charge pump with water, shut itself off. 
um, you dry them out, you can charge them, but salt water will go cause it eventually. A year later, they've gone, oh, I got that water in it. Need to replace the charge point. Simple, simple yeah, step. So it's not complicated. No, right? and it's not a common one. If you just follow the charge it, wipe it mm. before you charge it, it seems to be okay. And the people that have done it once or twice, a couple of people have done it twice, <laughs> haven't done it since. <laughs> they they realise I better better look after my board a bit better. I was just thinking it would have come in handy for that uh, the poor guy who was at uh, Moffat the other day when oh, that uh, four-metre yeah. tiger had a little chomper yeah. of his kayak. If he, oh. if he was on a board, you just push the button and away oh, you go. Mate, but I, I, I can't believe they're not fun filled these days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no, I thought it would have come in handy. But, no, look, that's, that's fantastic. Is there, is there anything else you wanted to talk about in regards to that? No, it's really just um, fun. The fun I get out of it is, like I said, there's not a lot of money in it. There's mm. never been a lot of money in it. Um, but I get to go surfing whenever I want. I can have three months out of the water. i got a motor that helps me get me out. I'm always walking to keep fit, but I don't paddle a lot. Um, so that's the advantage to me. But it's mostly, we did it, I did it for me. Yeah. And then turned it into a business that's, it's, been, it's a slow burn. Mm. Um, we still send out boards, but we need to um, get manufacturing happening in, in the States, um, in Europe. And we have protection mm. over people copying them out of China. Mm-hmm. It's a, the funniest thing about it all is everyone said, why do you get do a patent in China and South Africa? I said, well, South Africa is the new China. And sure, there's other places, but... We've never had a copy out of China. And mm. we've been in China, for, like we first went to China 11 years ago, 12 mm-hmm. years ago, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've got patents there and they don't copy and it protects the, the other parts of the world. Um, have a lot of interest. No one's come up with any amount of money yet to uh, actually manufacture in Europe mm. or in the US. But we've had a lot of inquiries that just... Um, slow burn. Maybe they're waiting to see if I ever go under. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> well, I mean, you're still going when I'll, a lot of others have come I'll and ne- gone. I'll never stop. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go to the end of the patent. And then, <laughs> and then if they all start copying, I might, might be over it by then. It'd just be building fast <laughs> stuff and, and individual units for individual people. But um, it's the actual most enjoyment for me is building the individual stuff. Mm-hmm. The, like, no, no speeds too fast in, in the way off the technology's gone. It's just the reliability. You know, we've got reliability in our faster, mm. but not everyone can look after it. It's it's like you really got to know what you're doing, and you got to specifically follow the rules mm-hmm. on faster. And if you don't, and you don't grease it, and you you don't flush it, and it gets blocked, it's going to blow up. And mm. that's basically the way it works Mm. so we just think that we play it safe and and the people that there's a few people out there things that go a little bit quicker um but we drill them and you know don't come back to me if you don't do that that's important 
that mm. that watering system cools that because you are running at, at 65% capacity, but you are going a whole lot faster. Mm. So don't fill the um, water inlet full of sand by dumping it on the beach. And yeah. Just little silly things that we've tested and done. Mm. But um, the fun is the faster, mm. but reality is the reliability. Yeah. It's just not really there. You can't check how do you, you can't check all the components in in electronics with speed controls, mm. and those parts get hot individually if they're not silver soldered properly. Or you've got a failure, mm. and mm. heat will find failure. Mm. So um, you know, we got them working. We've got them running. We did we did that eight years ago, full mm. sixty five k's. And uh, got in a bit of trouble with the waterways, and you know you can't do that. You got to have life jackets and flares. But reality of it all is, we've just played safe. Yeah, and, and gone with the, the yeah. what works. What works, you know? the most consistent, yeah. good quality. We're playing with the, um, the latest technology in outrunners, but mm. we'll run them at fifty percent. There's mm. no, you can only cool the front shaft on them. You can't actually cool the motor because the body spins, the mm. outer body. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got huge amounts of power, but same old thing, you know, electronics. I don't want one in every 10 failing because I can't. It works, gets hot and it fails. Mm. And we're a, we're a relatively small company mm. and we don't like failing. We, we don't want nothing going out there and have an unhappy client because I've got to deal with it personally. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. No, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, no, but, thank you enough. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to, you know, I've, Bit, bit more encouraged. Um, I've been doing it so long. I, a bit last six months, I've sort of been a bit tired of it all. But uh, and I've got the workshops full of R and D and all this fast stuff, and we know it works and we know it goes. But finding the time to actually go out and put it on the water, mm. um, and everyone else with everyone else going fast and lots and lots of products coming to market, we feel that we just should. Get out there and, you know, I think I've been telling you since I've for about three or four years and that's how long we've been sitting. You know, we've probably had eight years work just sitting on the bench for the last 12 months in the factory, mm. keep putting them back up against the wall. Motors sitting in there, electronics sitting in cupboards. Don't find the time. Mm. Um, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to in the next six months and, and getting overseas. The States is where it's... Where we're... We don't sell products in the States because you really need to have a manufacturing facility there yeah. or someone, ass- well, put it this way, someone to assemble in the States. Yeah. Um, but Europe, we had a go at Europe and we were really successful. Mm. Europe was really good for us. Um, everyone loved them um, and now everyone else is doing it, of course. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts of surfboards come and gone. I've been watching them for seven years and... Yeah, it's good that they have a go because I want them to succeed. So it, it shows the world that electrics on water isn't, isn't a, a failure. Um, don't be scared of the water. If you can keep it out of your product, you'll be right. <laughs> and, and it's in the worst environment. Yeah. yeah you know, you yeah. can't pick a, a worse environment to have um, electrics. Yeah. yeah. So make sure you put a good seal on and you'll be right. So I got to say. <laughs> keep, keep the water away from your, your electrics. That's perfect. That's perfect. 
Thanks for listening, Smorgasporters. I hope you enjoyed our latest podcast interview with Chris Preston from Powerboards. Remember, if you wish to tune in to further podcasts, you can find them on Apple, iTunes or Spotify under Smorgasporter or go to our website, smorgasporter.com.au. And if you're keen to read more about Chris and his Powerboards, along with other interesting grassroots surf personalities, get yourself a copy of our magazine. Go to smorgasporter.com.au and download a digital edition for free. Or get yourself a home delivery subscription. 25 bucks gets you four editions a year. That covers the cost of postage and handling. The mag is still free. Anyhow, get wet. Catch you next week, smorgasporters.